0: This is The Becoming Men Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome to The Becoming Men Podcast, brought to you by TheBecomingMen.com. I'm your host, Ray De La Nuest, and this is the podcast for men on the masculine journey. Today, we're going to be doing a recap episode of episode 039 with Ryan Hansen, which if you have not heard that podcast yet. I invite you to go ahead, stop this one, head over to that one and listen to it first because I guarantee you will love it. Um, So my conversation with Ryan really, really rocks some people. And I was really appreciative of the feedback that I got and the guys that are just taking the time to devour this stuff and reach out to me. Thank you for those guys. Guys, by the way, if you haven't done so already, head over to iTunes if you're listening through Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. That stuff right there helps men. Like you, get a hold of this podcast and get a hold of all of the good stuff that me and my guests bring to you. So, from my conversation with Ryan, we really dove into what it takes to become the man that ends being average, right? So, being that average guy, so that you would live a fuller life with richer faith. And becoming the man that God intended you to be really requires you to do the simple things, right? Like, but it requires you to do something much more than just simply showing up to church every Sunday and attending like men's group once a month. And that's what me and Ryan started off talking about. Like today's men's ministries and and the discipleship programs that are there is just not exciting for the generation of millennials. It's me, you, and so many of our listeners, which have been recorded right now as leaving the church faster than any other generation, which is startling really. Now, more than ever, it's important to develop the communities of men that do more than just meet for bacon and eggs every Saturday morning. Like, I love the bacon and eggs. Don't get me wrong. But if we are only gathering once a month just to kind of, you know do it and say that we did it. That's not it because true discipleship will emphasize what faith looks like daily at the home, at work, at the gym, behind that terrible driver on the interstate. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about because, you know, Jesus himself modeled this. He modeled a lifestyle and that is what we're after as men becoming the men who God created us to be. I understand that so many of us probably get hung up on the fact that our churches just don't have those programs. So like there's no one in our lives that we can really do this sort of discipleship stuff with. And look, I just want to be real with you that maybe it's time for you to be the one to start one, maybe like Ryan did you can begin finding the men that can mentor you, surround yourself with people who you want to actually be like and start doing this hard work. This is one of the easiest ways to get going on your journey and to begin that fruitful fellowship with other godly men. And you don't have to craft up some awkward speech or proposal. That's one of the funniest things that I think I have ever experienced is like guys where they kind of stumble over these words over a pre-prepared speech. Like they're asking me on a contractual agreement that we are going to establish for life. Like, no guys just do coffee. Right. And that's, that's what Ryan really suggested is like finding guys that you see that have victory in their lives and areas that you want to grow in and just ask him for a cup of coffee. It's that simple. And ultimately it comes down to you taking action. And so taking action is how you end being average no matter how you decide to live your life from here on out one thing is certain and that is that you will either take action to end average or you will ignore taking action and just end average. And did you catch that? Ryan explains that end average is a verb inviting us to purposeful action intended to crush the idea of living an average life. And he says that this is the life of a man who is, you know, like we say nowadays, like just a good dude, but he lives a life going through the motion. Like he goes to church every Sunday, but the rest of his life is spent sleepwalking and he never changes the lives of, of those around him. And he never changes his own life. And so Ryan goes on to explain that you are called to be a man on mission. I love that. I love when he brought that up because honestly like we miss that so often nowadays, especially when we take the Bible and we say, well, it's just all about grace, right? Like we just, we just are. It's like, yeah, that's good. But also it is also about works. Like you are also supposed to be doing, you're not just supposed to be doing, but you are supposed to be doing something. And you were called to be a man on mission. If you aren't being intentional about figuring out your life and loving people around you, then you are missing the point of being on earth flat out. And that, and that that was one of the highlights, I think, of our conversation where we just, we're just two honest dudes bringing it and just letting you guys know how we have experienced it and where we have fallen short. Because we're not telling you this out of, a, out of an authoritative sort of uh, position, right? We are saying it out of experience so that you can see the ways that we had gone before, what didn't work for us, so that you can develop your own path that would work for you. And really, only history will tell whether you chose to end average or whether you simply chose to not do anything and just ended average. One thing that Ryan and I talked about in the podcast that is really keeping this generation of men, our generation from growing to becoming the men that God intended us to be, is our addiction to quick wins. And guys, please hear me out before you dismiss that statement, because I understand that it can kind of sound like, you know, something that you want to repulse right away because you don't want to admit that this is you. But tr- but get this, like your entire uh, interaction with an online platform, social media, is based off of this thing, like social media um, developers have admitted that they will actually hold on to specific notifications because they know your trends and they know your tendencies. And so they'll actually release certain notifications that will keep you coming back at certain times when you have not been on the platform, uh, in the amount of time that they want you to come back in. Like you are, by design, when you are interacting with this, uh, your social media platforms, being conditioned to just go after the quick win. It's like the quick validation, the quick uh, instant gratification. And simply put, you will not grow as a man when you cannot push through the hard things with perseverance and grit. I'll say that again. You will not grow as a man when you cannot push through hard things with perseverance and grit. There's not one instant win that will change everything in life. That is something that I had to learn early on in my 20s. And man, I am still having to learn pieces of that now in my later part of my 20s. I really suggest that you guys pick up Ryan's book and average because in it he actually goes into how we can begin being transformed into the men that we want to be through habitually doing the things that will help us grow towards becoming those men. Simply put, we just have to become more intentional about pressing into the small things that will deeply impact our faith in God, um, our most important relationships with other people, our emotional, mental, and physical health, as well as our finances. And Ryan really does a good job at breaking that down in his book. Now, this form of habit-based growth is is not just like a one-time action. It's not just about you taking one action one time. It's about you taking many actions many times that you are consistently and purposefully executing them over time. And look, I'm about to save you guys a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of headaches, and probably cut off years of wandering in your life just by getting this one piece. Are you ready? There will never be a one, two, three step process for you to become the man that God intended you to be. I'm going to say it again. There will never be a one, two, three step process for you to become the man that God intended you to be. And that's simple. It's it's because God is more interested in you becoming someone and not just achieving something. The art of becoming will require you to embark on a journey that will look like no other journey that you've ever been on before. And it will actually need you. It will require you. It will demand of you to rely on God's leading. And this requires you to keep your eyes on God and to listen to where he is leading you. If you feel like you can use help on your journey, Ryan and I suggest just getting some coaches on your side, getting with somebody, getting some mentors and just having people in your life who can empower and encourage you on your journey. I can personally attest to the power of this. My life as a young man was transformed because I decided to invite a coach to walk alongside me through some difficult stuff. And it changed my marriage. It changed my life. I am the person that I am today day because of those relationships. And so if you guys are in need of a life coach, um, I want to go ahead and invite you to head over to the becomingmen.com forward slash coaching. Again, that's the forward slash coaching. I'd love to connect with you and help you on your journey. Now, me and Ryan got into this portion of the of the conversation where we were talking about dealing with some roadblocks, some things that kind of keep you from being able to become the man that God intended you to be. And When a man is on his journey to becoming, those hindrances sometimes don't seem so apparent. They don't seem so clear to him, but they definitely thwart his progress and distract his efforts. And Ryan points to two of those things. He says that uh, one of the hindrances that young men are, are um, deeply being impacted by is our distraction because we desire to be someone else on social media. I thought this was really interesting because um, it's not something that a lot of people talk about. Yes, you might've heard like, you know, the, Hey, be yourself, you know, be genuine, like, got it. That's great advice. But like how deeply ingrained is this in our society that we almost can fall to it so quickly and so easily without even realizing it. And maybe, maybe you can even think of a time when you weren't your true self on Instagram or on Facebook because of the fear that you wouldn't have been accepted. Or maybe you've seen someone else and you, you guys know what this looks like. You've seen someone else that you knew wasn't like acting like themselves. And you knew that what they were doing was not congruent with their character. And this is seriously a killer to the masculine soul that's in process to becoming right? The imposter self will always look to please the world and just blend in. Again, the imposter self will always look to please the world and blend in. It weakens our convictions for the sake of acceptance. And that right there is not what we are called to. And Ryan also brings up that, uh, cultural norms are actually huge roadblocks that can disrupt our journey. And this is especially true for men. I, I think that men are attacked in such uh, stupid ways. Really. If you really think about it, I'm going to bring up a couple of the ways that, um, men buy into these false stories, but it's almost like every area of our lives is infected by cultural cues that men uh, feel like they have to like be uh, a part of, like they have to buy into this stuff. They have to make this a part of their lives or they're just on the wrong path. And these false stories about you can sound like this. Real men drive trucks. And if you drive a Prius, well, you, yeah, I'm not even going to say, or maybe you've heard, you know, you're not a man unless you sleep with a lot of women, man. If, if I can give you a quarter for every single man that I have met that has said that or has heard that I'd probably be a millionaire. Um, obviously I am exaggerating, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or how about this one? Men are not emotional. So don't talk about your feelings. Like if I've ever heard a lie from the pit of hell, that is one of them. And I'll give you one more. Men eat a lot of meat and they drink a bunch of beer Right. Like I legitimately remember seeing a Wendy's commercial where it was like advertising two men that like, you are manly when you can hold this beef patty in your hand. Like you guys know how silly this stuff sounds, but this is what our culture has like, sewn into the fabric of, of what we live in, like the culture that we live in. And so I would say, be mindful of that. I think Ryan really did hit the nail on the head with those two. And, And you get the point guys, regardless of the distraction of the roadblock, the way around them remains the same. We have to keep our focus on the word of God. And and Ryan describes this as serving as like the beacon of truth. Don't allow the world standard to become your measuring tool. Keep your eyes on the beacon and no other shimmering light will distract you. I asked Ryan what it looks like when you are on the right path. Your aim in getting on the right path to becoming the man that God intended you to be should never be based on the idea that you have to be perfect. I mean, come on, bro. Like, You will make mistakes. Let's be honest. You will get messy. That is life. It's what you do when you're messy. It's what you do when you make mistakes. That's what matters the most. That is how you are showing progress on this journey. This journey requires intentionality and purposefulness. You know you are on the right path when you see those things in your life. Without that, your your default is going to be apathy and you're going to remain stagnant. The thing about being stagnant, a stagnant body of water never smells good. It stinks. It is not life-giving. It does not have life in it. It does not produce life. And Ryan describes how life has changed for him since he began his intentional journey of becoming. And he points to a sense of peace and joy that comes from being on the right track. And I can attest to that. That is absolutely how I feel right now compared to who I was when I was 23 years old, wandering around. I was married, by the way, and I had a child on the way and I'm still trying to figure this thing out. But now having been just established and knowing that I have a journey to go on, that I have a trajectory and that I have a course kind of set, even if I deviate to the left or to the right, because that's how God is leading me, right? We're never like on a straight path to a certain destination. I know I'm on a good path with a faithful father and I have that peace and joy that comes from that. Ryan also admits that he doesn't have it all figured out and we 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 won't none of us will and if you do please just kind of hit me up let me know so I can ask you a couple of questions maybe I'll have you on the podcast but the path that we are on is a good one all the same. It's not about figuring it out. The journey, the process, the the adventure that we embark on is lived in the day, but it's measured in the decade. I remember hearing that years ago and man, that rocked me. You live in the day, but you measure in the decade. That's why you are ecstatic that you are not the same person that you were a decade ago. Like, Think about it, 10 years ago from right now, this day, are you happy that you are no longer that man? right? But yesterday, like compare yourself to yesterday and maybe you don't notice the big change, the big um, transformation. Live in the day, but measure in the decade. The journey is a good one, gents. Now, if you want to get started on your journey today, you can start by reading Ryan's book and Average. All of those links are going to be down below for you guys. Uh, and just gather a few guys around you, you know, around a fire pit, grab a beer and just talk about it. That's that's It's really that simple, guys. Also, what you can do, you can head over to becomingmen.com and you can soak up on all the free resources that we have there. We have this podcast that you can go back and listen to everything that we have archived. We have videos on YouTube. You can connect with me on Instagram at Ray Delanuez. Like, I'd love to be able to, connect with you guys and talk to you guys. Now, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you have been getting fed from it, if you have been uh, growing from it, I invite you to go ahead and leave us a podcast review. Again, all of that helps in being able to get this podcast in front of men like you who are on their masculine journey, who might not know where to even start. And we just hope to be a resource for them as well. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me on the Becoming Man podcast. This has been a pleasure. I hope that you enjoyed this recap. And again, if you did not listen to the full episode, you can head over to episode 039 and tune in to that one. How to become the man that God intended you to be with Ryan Hansen. Gents, until next time, continue to march.